Good morning, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host, Sarah Arnold, and today I want to talk about some things that have been helping me. So, one of the things that I was gifted last year was the ability to be present in the moment or the conscious choice to be present in the moment. Now, I'm going to backtrack and say that, you know, through all of the experiences that I've had over the past few years, and, you know, all of the ups and downs, the nervous system dysregulation, uh, feeling emotionally overwhelmed, and things to that effect... I, for a very long time, when coming out of that, or, you know, going through it, if you will, I was living in my head a lot. And so I really had a propensity for tending to overthink. And it was almost like my existence was like a constant barrage of. I don't know if I would say negative dialogue, but for lack of a better term, we'll ride that out. You know, um, it was overwhelming. And it, like, it wasn't just in my head at the same time when I was experiencing that. Um, it's almost like I had, like, I guess I would say a buildup of nervous energy and physical overwhelm from stress, from just transitioning from one high stress circumstance to another for a long time frame. And one of the things that I got into outside of, you know, medications was meditating. And I've found a lot of different guided meditations that have really helped me to be more present in my body and in the moment. And one of them was uh, this one that's called the frame technique. It's, it's really kind of funny because of like, so I follow this guy. I've probably talked about him a handful of times on fucking episodes. Um, Aaron Dowdy, I think that's how you pronounce his name, whatever, he's on YouTube, he's on social media, um, some of his stuff is kind of esoteric, but at the, at the end of the day, it's also very insightful in terms of, like, the power of the mind, and, um, presence, and, um, things to that effect, I don't know, it's a rabbit hole you can fall down if that's your thing, um, it's really helped me a lot during some really difficult times, you know, seeing, you know, delving into his content, number one, and then number two, also um, utilizing the guided meditations. Now, the first one that I came across that I got into was called the frame technique, and basically what it is, is it's it's a guided meditation that kind of takes you through... Um, 
for lack of a better way of putting it, it's like getting out of your head and getting into your physical body. You know what I mean? Get it like separating from others and, you know, getting into your physical body and feeling your own frame. Uh, sorry if my description is shitty, but at the end of the day, it was a really good meditation technique for me because one of the things that I have a tendency to do um, is pick up on other people, you know, and um, because I have a pattern of people-pleasing behavior and basically like, you know, getting involved with people and chucking myself to the side, for lack of a better term, um, this was a really good meditation technique um, for me to get into. And I, if I had to describe why it works, I would say it's because of basically the, the state of relaxation, if you allow yourself that, and then at the same time, um, the content getting into not just your conscious mind, but your subconscious mind, you know? And I'm, that's my guess. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just somebody that uses meditation to help me. Um, like another step in that though, as well is, um, awareness, you know, and in being able to, I can't, like, I can't remember what it was that I came across, but I came across something a while back and it talked about, um, I identifying your, uh, it was talking about basically identifying your negative thought patterns or whatever, you know, and the awareness of, you know, when you're having a feeling, identifying the feeling and why you're having that feeling. Okay. Like, I think for me, this was probably very much like step one in getting to where I'm at now was what are you feeling and why are you feeling it? You know, and, um, <laughs> funny story. Okay. Um, when I first, like, so I first started finding these things when I was in loosely involved with someone in a very hot, cold dynamic. Like I would call it a trauma bond, love addiction, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like, doesn't matter. Like I was in one of those kinds of like fucking unhealthy situationships where I'll be forward and say I was completely fucking unhinged. Number one. Okay. Like I talked about it an episode or two back. Like I was completely fucking unhinged because of everything that had, you know, gone on leading up into this moment. And I was in a place where I thought I was in love with a man because we had great sex one time. Okay. Yeah. Seriously unhinged. Anyhow, at that time, I remember specifically thinking to myself, cause this is when I started, this is when I started doing the inner work, you know, like it's a long fucking process. Like I started this shit, like two years, like a little over two years ago. Like, you know what I mean? Really learning to identify what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Uh, what's the root cause and things to that effect. And so I remember like, <laughs> for lack of a better way of putting it, the first time I really tried this out, um, thinking like, 
I, something along the lines of like, I am anxious, I am feeling anxious because I am in this thing with a man child or like, I can't remember the exact vernacular because for whatever reason, like <laughs> even when I'm at my absolute rock bottom, like sometimes I still feel like like the way things come out there there's still a comedic undertone to it like I, I I don't know why that is but that is and so you know I was thinking to myself like I am feeling anxious because I am not receiving consistent communication from this jackwad or whatever and so just identifying that being able to identify that really helped me to like I don't know what it is about that and I can't say this is true for fucking anybody else but for me 100% knowing identifying the feeling and the why it is fucking fabulous there is something so game changing and I can't put like I, I can't put my finger on it so sorry um, about being able to do that having the awareness to be able to go this this is the thing and this is why it's happening and so I've been slowly translating this bullshit into other facets of my life you know outside of just feelings and it's been a really helpful tool in getting from where I was to getting to where I am and so yeah I just kind of want to put that out there like one of the other things that helped and I think this is um so I'm gonna backtrack a little bit like because I've been involved with a handful of different people since I got out on my own in 2021 right they've all been a variety of gifts for different reasons like I'm gonna throw that shit out there now I will go so far as to say um to some degree or another this one I put on a pedestal just a little bit and I say that because um he was the first person that I was involved with where I didn't experience like physical symptoms of stress and this is when when I really at a conscious level was able to observe how interacting with other people can impact the stress response in your physical body and I say that like so the example is like backtracking even further in May of 2021 before I got out on my own I the stress levels in my body had gotten to the point where um, I was having blood pressure issues which I used to have really good blood pressure up until sometime in 2021 like I have had consistently good blood pressure readings literally all the time up until 2021 and so when after I figured out what was happening um before I went to the doctor like I I tried as much as I could like okay <laughs> this is where it's going to get a little inappropriate I, I tried as much as I could to improve my circumstance without having to see a fucking doctor first so um I started taking my ex's blood pressure medication except it wasn't like a regular one he had them little blue pills um so I would take them. I would sometimes steal his actual blood pressure medication. And then at the same time, 
I stopped drinking caffeinated coffee. So primarily, I've been mostly decaf since 2021, right? This is important. So I stopped drinking caffeinated coffee. I was decaf only. And it still wasn't improving. Like I was off of fucking caffeine for like three weeks before I went to go see the fucking doctor and have them do something about it. Because I just went into work one day and I was feeling really not right to the point where like, like I took my reading the night before and I was feeling worse the next day. And so like I ended up going into work and talking to my boss and they let me go to the doctor and it's funny because the fucking doctor tells me they're like well normally we recommend lifestyle changes before we do medication and I told him and I was like okay here's the thing right I quit smoking in 2020 like so by this point I had already quit smoking and I wasn't I hadn't smoked cigarettes and it was nine months give or take and then I had been off caffeine for three weeks I was already on a very healthy diet with my ex despite you know what it was going on because I was pretty much just eating like fucking meat and vegetables so you know there was no like real processed foods or any shit like that and I'm like I don't know what you want me to do so they ended up giving me fucking medications because bitch I already done did it right so fast forward to summer 2022 right so there's your little backstory on why this is important in summer of 2022 when I was hanging out with this motherfucker I was drinking regular coffee and I felt okay like I didn't feel overstimulated I didn't feel like an increase in my blood pressure because that's another thing that I've been able to monitor over the last few years is not all the time but most of the time, I'm pretty good at telling, you know, observing the tells of what it feels like when my blood pressure isn't where it should be due to, you know, all of that fucking stress and shit because it was so abnormal to me. And so this, this was my fucking aha. Like, getting involved with this motherfucker was my aha in understanding how much the people that you were involved with impact your physical stress and your physical body I mental stress as well but uh, it was interesting because like I feel like in those moments I was actually capable like of getting like when I would get in my head because it did happen like I'm not going to say it fucking didn't I totally did get in my head during those moments but at the same time when I was getting in my head, like, I could identify it, that I was getting in my head, tell myself to stop, and then, you know what I mean, like, I guess sink back down to earth or fucking whatever, and just be present and enjoy the moment for what it was. And because of that, like, I feel very strongly that that's why I wanted to continue, like, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to continue and involve it with this man was because of that like the feeling of safety you know what I mean like there was a certain feeling of safety within my own form and the ability to truly maintain presence you know most of the time 
when um, we were involved. And so this is something I think everybody needs to be mindful of when it comes to interacting with other people is um, how is this affecting your physical form? You know, because if it's not affecting you mentally, like there might be some subconscious way that your body is telling you this motherfucker is not good for you. And these are signals that I'm sure many of us completely fucking ignore. Like, I know for a fact I've been guilty of that before. Um, but now I'm at a stage where I'm like, you know what? No. When my body is telling me that this isn't a good fucking idea, I'm gonna listen to what it has to say. You know? If my body is telling me through means of, like, you know, high blood pressure, lack of sleep, increased anxiety, and things to that effect, as soon as those signals are readily available and at the forefront, like, I'm fucking out. And usually those, those are the kinds of circumstances when you're receiving those, that's when it starts in terms of like the ability to not be present, you know, you know, by like living inside your head um, overthinking, anxious behavior, um, spiraling thought patterns, and things like that. Like, so, listen to your body, okay? Definitely listen to your body. But at the same time, um, feel your feelings, identify your feelings, identify the why behind your feelings. And there's something... I can't express why it works, but there is something about these tools that have helped me tremendously in being able to be more present in whatever the circumstance may be. Um, the other thing, again, like, if it's your thing, check out meditations. You know, there's, I'm sure, a plethora of different guided meditations out there. Um, I know personally for me, like I said, fucking Aaron Doughty, he's got a lot of different meditations and so far I think I've used like four or five of them, I don't remember. And there's something very soothing and relaxing about them, you know? And right now where I'm at is I feel like I'm playing this game of hurry up and wait. Um, I'm, fe I'm feeling, you know what I mean? Like, I'm having a lot of different feelings. It's not like overwhelm, but like, it's almost like being in a state of suspended animation where, I don't know, it's really hard to elaborate on. And so having something at my fingertips to reel me in and bring me back down to earth has been very helpful in preparing for what is going to be a transitionary phase in my life which I mean like I feel like I've kind of been in this state of transition anyway even like in my current but um yeah they've just been a very helpful tool to kind of ground myself and focus and center and to be able to maintain 
some sense of normalcy, I guess, you know, um, I don't know how to describe that much better because it's, it's really interesting. Like on one hand, I'm very grateful for my circumstances, but at the same time, I also feel like I need my own space. Um, and that's the thing where like, that's the next step for me is getting my own space, you know, because I don't know, like there's, there's, how do I describe this? There's a certain sense of transience that comes along with, um, living in someone else's home. Like, I don't know how to describe that any better. And maybe that's just me. That might just be my perception based on my experiences. But, um, yeah. Like, it feels very transient to, you know, for my circumstances. You know, because basically, like, I came into an already established, you know what I mean, home. And while this is my home, it doesn't totally feel like my home. Like, and it's not from, like, a lack of welcoming or anything like that. It's just, like, that I I feel safest in my own space. You know? Where um, I can truly make it mine. I don't know how to describe that better. You know? Where, like, I can determine... I know, it just sounds like it's really stupid shit, but, you know, like, my happy place is where I can, I don't want to say control, but I mean, for lack of a better term, where I can control, like, where, like, where this goes, where that goes, the flow of, like, temperature, whatever normal, um, structures, you know, for, like, the day-to-day, -day, like, things to that effect. For me, it is extremely comforting <laughs> to to have my little safe space. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's my happy place. That's my comfort zone. Is um, in my own space. In my own. In like, um, I I used to casually refer to the little brick house that I was living in as my Barbie dream house or my fortress of solitude. <laughs> and like, either way, they're both very fitting descriptions depending on the day and the mood but that's that's the next step for me like that's that's what I'm aiming towards like that's where I want to be I want to like I, I want to find my next fortress of solitude I want to find my next Barbie dream house even if it is just like a fucking studio like whatever you know I, I want to find the place where I can make it my cozy home um and so, yeah, this is, this is where I'm at, is in this state of suspended animation, like waiting for the, you know what I mean, the time to be taking this next step. And yeah, like in these moments, what I realized I need is to learn patience because I am at root or you know by nature I have not been a patient person for a very long portion of my life I have been very impatient for a very long time and this is some this is another one of my goals 
is working towards uh, being better at being more patient be it circumstantially where I'm just waiting for something and I have to wait or be it when engaging with other people because the thing that I have realized um, the closer I get to you know this waiting game is that circumstantially my fallback toxic behavior is impatience like that's one of the biggest things that I've identified in observing myself just over the past few weeks is that that's the biggest thing I struggle with when it comes to engaging with others is impatience and so really like granted I know I've improved a lot over the past few years I know that I have but that doesn't mean I don't have further to go like that doesn't mean I can't be better like than what I am today when it comes to this and so I'm using the meditations to try to help you know what I mean like ground calm and focus so I don't go all fucking ham on somebody just because I'm being an impatient bitch because that's not fucking fair to them and so yeah this this is the way that I'm a work in progress in the present moment is being present and aware of my own behavior so that's pretty much all I have to ramble on about today um thank you everybody for tuning in and as always be well